0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Returners podcast. This is Jesse. I am unfortunately going to be out for a couple of weeks, but we have a very special guest. Erin Upson-Cuevas is the president of Thunder Mountain Media, a great production company here in North Carolina. Before this, she lived in Los Angeles for many years and worked with Ridley Scott and Tony Scott. She developed several films with them and many other filmmakers. It is a pleasure to have her on the podcast. Please enjoy.
1: All right. We are at the historic Silver Spot Theater in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. We're waiting on Erin. She has just arrived. Uh, She's finishing up a phone call. It's a rainy day. uh, So you might hear some rain in the backdrop. Hi. Hey, welcome. Thank you. How are you? Good, we're all recording. We are, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Erin, <laughs> I'm excited to see everyone. What? I, 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 keep, I No, I cannot remember this title. Everyone. I know right? I
0: do the same thing every time I look at every time I look it up. So.
1: Everything, everyone, all at everything,
0: once. Everything everywhere everyone. everywhere. Everywhere, is oh. it everywhere, everything, yes. everywhere, <laughs> all at once, right?
1: I keep saying everyone. Okay. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, I haven't read much about this film, have you?
0: No, I'm going in really cold. I don't know anything, to be honest. Actually, I know the one-liner, but other than the one-liner, I don't know anything.
1: Oh God, it might be a, a journey to get to the theater because as you can tell, the storm has just kind of picked up. You, you've been back to the theater, right? Since the yes, pandemic? Yes, okay. I have.
0: Yeah, we, we took a break from the theater. I mean, it was so they made it so easy to watch stuff at home, you know, yes. and all the, a lot of stuff was being released straight to the streamers, so I felt like, we did a lot of movies at home on the couch, but it is good to be back. I've been back a couple of times since COVID ended, and it's been nice to get that feeling again—sitting in the theater seats and watching a show on the big screen.
1: And were you like, did you grow up with like going to the movie theaters to watch movies? Oh, absolutely. So you were a big fan, right? I mean, technically.
0: I mean, I fell in love with movies, going to the movie theater. You know, when you're when you're younger and that era.
1: With a little bit of you know, a little bit of research I put into the film. It seems like it's two directors like kind of collaborating their second film. Mm -hmm. Did the Scott brothers ever work on a film together?
0: They didn't really work together. They would call each other for advice every now and then, but no, they pretty much ran their own shows separately.
1: But, I say the Scott brothers, as in Ridley Scott and Tony Scott, right? Correct. You, and you were you worked for them for several years.
0: Yes, I worked for them for about seven years. They mostly directed separately, and they have a commercial company with a bunch of commercial directors, who also often were trying to break into feature films and TV. And so you know worked developing various thing with those things with those directors as well, whether it's TV
1: or features. So. You are in the business and
0: (laughs) (laughs) all sorts of the business all parts of the business. Many, many things. I mean I
1: think what's what's fascinating to me is like you've been in the business like developing like that to me I think is the most like interesting part of filmmaking, I think, right? Like when that when people get that idea and they try and develop that idea and the execution is always gonna be messy. Always gonna I mean, writing is messy too, but writing is not as painful as making the film I don't think do do you do you find that I
0: don't know know? I might argue with you on that one (laughs) I'm just kidding no right no I know what you mean (laughs) writing is a little more controlled because it's a one man or two person you know it depends on a few co-writers but the show there's a lot more variables actors walking off set you've got all sorts of stuff you're dealing with in production so yes it is much harder but writing I will say can take the most time because I've developed many, many scripts with Ridley and Tony and other directors that can take years. I mean, many scripts took more than a decade when I say years to develop. So, yes, I agree with you completely that production is more challenging and more difficult, but sometimes in terms of how long something can take in L.A., especially in that world of Hollywood, every person has a different opinion. Every executive has a different opinion. Every reader, every actor wants, and everyone wants to put their stamp on it, whether it's you know, the writer, the director, the studio executives, the production company, the actors. And it's very hard to please everybody. So I do feel for writers sometimes trying to take notes from many different people, yeah. sometimes opposing notes. And there's a lot of different versions of the same movie that can happen. It's always amazing when you can actually write amazing, great characters amidst action. Yes. Because a lot of times I feel like writers... And directors can do like amazing action and write amazing action, but then sometimes the character development gets lost. And then, or you do super character movies that don't have action, and that's a certain type of movie. So it'll be interesting to see how those two blend together. That's what I'm excited about.
1: All right, let's get closer to the movie theory. I'm excited. Okay, there's so much to talk about. Um,
0: Wow. I I, I don't know where to start.
1: Yeah. It (laughs) it is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Did you find it funny? I found
0: it so fun.
1: Yeah.
0: And parts of it were super funny. It had a lot of different tones going on in a lot of different sections. Like, I was trying to think if there was any other film that you can put it sort of in the same genre. Is that the right word? I, I mean, yes, I know what the genre is, but it, like. There's not really a comparable. The,
1: I, I feel like the closest is like Charlie Kaufman's films, like, yeah. uh, like the, yeah. like being John Malkovich, Dosh New York, kind of that kind of like where it's like emotional, yeah. tangible emotions, like, you know, but, right. but yet it's like how it's expressed is like very abstract or you don't know.
0: Well, yes. And they definitely, we were talking before, they definitely have the action, they Definitely have the character, and they've got the comedy. They've got like the wacky. They've got, and then you get into like production, and you have amazing sound design, and amazing amazing set design, and amazing cinematography, and I mean the list goes on and on. What is the film about? The film. I don't want to say too much. Yeah, the film is a person. (laughs) Is is about someone. In a really mundane, chaotic, stressful life that finds (laughs) an alternate universe, (laughs) many alternate universes. Actually, but what is cool about it, this is sort of what the film is about, is the idea that every decision you make in your life could then, or big decision, could then be split off into a whole life you live. Like, if you think about people's lives, like... Where you decide to go to college is going to change the course of the rest of your life.
1: So nuts Who like you method. decide to
0: marry, change the course of the rest of your life. The first job you decide to take, change... And even little decisions that we don't even know about, like, can make big changes in your life.
1: I hate those concepts because it's always makes me feel like everything is so weighted. Not, you know, like, it's, a, the, it's the very stress of this film, which is like... All these big choice, all these small choices, can lead to such a huge impact.
0: Yeah, not and, just big, small and big. Yeah. Daily choices and life choices can drastically change your life, and it's the idea that you can go and visit those other lives and what could your life have been. Yeah. It expl. Gosh, this movie explores a lot of stuff. Uh,
1: it, we we could legit spend twelve episodes breaking down what transpired within like a two-hour twenty-minute film.
0: We're talking about the tone and the genre, but then you can talk about the theme of the movie. It had like some very grounded, real themes about life in the middle of this in crazy messed up universes.
1: Now we briefly touched on this as we were walking back from the theater, right? You you said something like if I read this in a script, oh, yeah. a, like your reaction to it <laughs> would be different from from Actually, like, no, reading it and watching it. Two different reactions.
0: Right. Well, they wrote and directed it. Right. But, like, even thinking about sending it out to people to raise money for... Any, to get people involved in it, anyone involved in it, I'm reading it on the page must have been sort of ridiculous. At times? Yeah. At times.
1: Yeah. It's really a silly film sometimes.
0: At times it's really, really silly. And, and you must have, like, read it on the page and not had any idea that it could turn out like this. Because there are times it feels like it's campy and slapstick, like, over the top and campy. But, again, the characters are so good and it's so grounded in real themes and real human issues and feelings that it doesn't... I mean it is campy but then it's not. Yeah. Because it comes back to quite serious.
1: It is so serious. It's so it's almost like there's like this earnest like towards the end, especially it's so earnest in terms of its emotions. It's not like you know, I mean they they do they find a way to to like keep it funny and light, but it is so like I think it's a an issue that every human being faces. Oh, absolutely. Right? Some of these, these, these themes about uh, con- con- connections with your family, how your past will uh, does affect your future, and how you itself will will change based on how your parents treated you and, and how you will treat your kids.
0: And finding importance and meaning mm. in even the small things and the bad things and the difficult times, yeah. that there's always that importance and that meaning.
1: Are, are you impressed by the boldness of it?
0: Um. I am absolutely impressed by the boldness of it. I mean if this went around town ta- I mean if this script went around town without a vision attached, I feel like everyone would have said no to it. They would have been like, this is insane. Insane.
1: As someone who who's like who celebrates like these like films that are crazy. Like I love Troy Kaufman. I love um Sync Ocean New York, it's one of my favorite films of all time. Yeah. And yet if I saw this on script, I would go. I don't know about this. <laughs> right? Seriously? I, I can't imagine what a network note would have sounded like because, like, what, like how do you address so much?
0: Like, without giving away specifics <laughs> that were kind of shocking at shocking. times. Shocking. <laughs> oh my
1: God. This film, it, it finds a way into your, your personal space, right? Like, these are very basic issues. I think no matter who watches it, There's going to be something that is raw that is sitting there and it's going to, it's going to hit you.
0: Yes. And so they have everything. They have parent-child relationships. They have parent, like, you know, why is parent-child relationships as an adult? And they have parent-child relationships with your own children. They have marriage. They have...
1: Professional, like f- the regrets, like she wanted to be. They've got taxes. <laughs> they got, yes.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't have a family taxes? <laughs> no, they have. But seriously, they they really do cover so much ground with so many relationships. Yeah. And 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 because they can travel to all these different universes or different, I guess, what do we call them? Worlds happening at the same time based on decisions. You see, like, the glamorous world. You see yes. the wacky world. You see the mundane, chaotic world. You see, you just see all these versions of one life that a person can live. They, they all have the same emotional things going on. They all have the same meaning. They all have love. They all have anger. They all have issues. They all have. It's all the same feelings.
1: It's like you're you're not choosing a set of possibilities; they're choosing a set of questions, essentially. Which is, you choose one, you choose to be a a glamorous Hollywood, whatever, star, and then you have a different set of questions that haunt you. It's never like those questions don't go away because you have a different, like you've chosen the you know wrong or right or whatever life.
0: Right. Absolutely. It's like no matter what your place is in this world. You're all dealing with the same human stuff.
1: Yeah. A- have you ever seen In the Mood for Love?
0: Mm. Long time ago, yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, the the, the Wong Kar Wai film where those two pe- those two characters who are clearly in love with each other, but they never actually like yes. get get together, right? And then it's done in this like style that is so uh, so classic to Wong Kar mm-hmm. Wai. Mm-hmm. They used a certain version of the universe where they shot that. In a way that Wong Kar Wai would shoot it, then they shot the action sequences when she is like a um, like an action hero kind of thing. In a way that the old Hong Kong, Hong Kong films would be right. shot. Lee or Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> and like, and Michelle, Yu like becomes like back to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon with the right. pinky finger. I mean, it's all over the place.
0: They reference and they reference other movies too. Yes. I mean, there's so much in there.
1: I don't know who the uh, who the character who the um, the husband is. I'm going to pull it up right now. But I, I loved how his voice, especially early on. Uh, his name is uh, Ki Hu Kwan
0: Yes. Right. Yes. The Goonies. That's where I know him from. Oh my! I sat there during the movie, and I'm like, I know him from somewhere. And he he's from the Goonies. Goonies. Oh my! He was my the kid.
1: Okay, I just want to say... Burn up. <laughs> I, I, I was like, this guy must be like a star in China who is like one of the greatest actors of all time and no one knows about it because he like in each version of each like universe he he, he was in he had a different voice at times I, I like they felt like different people i loved his performance he was
0: able because of the different worlds yeah. he was able to just transform himself
1: there, uh, not a jamie bad, lee curtis oh my jamie lee curtis <laughs> i kept looking at him going who is this person i know i know this person did you I, know
0: i knew okay. yes i recognized her pretty uh, immediately that was used. so frustrating
1: but i was like who, and then f- when she kept getting her role kept getting bigger and bigger and I was like is that Jamie Lee Curtis it can't be she's this is the most unglamorous role oh
0: yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) and yet and yet yet she's just like she she's amazing she's amazing
0: she's amazing yeah absolutely
1: we I love this film I'm guessing you love this I loved
0: this film it was like yes
1: is there anything that kind of like annoyed you or kind of like you wish was a little different and and I'm asking you because I know that Like, this is kind of like how your brain works, right? Like, with uh, looking at scripts, looking at movies, you develop these things. Did you, When you were watching it, were you like, ah, I wish I could change that?
0: There really wasn't. Yeah. Like, I'd like to say that there was, but there wasn't this time. And I do often feel that way. Yeah. I just thought it was so well done. I mean, like I said, every single part of it, it's one of these films that I feel like is going to be nominated in, like, every single category for all the award shows, you know? And I wouldn't change anything. I mean, I'm amazed and so happy by the way that it got made yes because today I feel like so much that gets made or just based on books or yes. Marvel movies yes. or all the big stuff and that some many people took chances on this to be involved in a project like this from two fairly new director writer directors yes, yes. I mean they've only done the one other thing so I'm there's hope.
1: (laughs) I love it. Someone like Ridley Scott, for example, right? Like, I mean, like when he was in the room, did everyone just go, yeah, you're you're right. You're right. (laughs) You know what?
0: They didn't. Yeah. They did sometimes do that, but I remember being in a a room with, um, with 20th Century Fox and it was like Ridley pitching a project with two amazing writers, Ridley directing and, The executive we were pitching to is like, yeah, no, I don't think so. Like they just were like not having it. And you think with Ridley and these two amazing directors, like anything goes, but it's not always, it's not always like that. I will take, it's amazing that films get made because even with Ridley or Tony or one of those, I think we used to call them hundred pound gorillas, you know, people who were just like so talented and so smart and had previous success it's still a small feat to get a movie made and takes a long, long time. And by the way, I was thinking this, that there, early on in the film, they had to get across to the audience what the film is about because it's a very complicated world. Right. And there was this section about, I don't know how long, 15, 20 minutes in, where they were in the tax office and they there was action going on but he they were he was kind of explaining to her about what the different worlds were and that's hard because that in a script can be very just like you feel like you're being told something yes. but the way they did it amidst the action scenes you didn't feel like you were being like okay let me tell you what this world is yes and if you don't figure it out in the beginning kind of in that first section where they're sort of explaining it to you yeah. you will start to catch up yes like you they give you enough <laughs> examples to sort of catch yourself up on it you know
1: so when I watched being John Malkovich when I first saw that film I thought this was one of the best films I've ever ever seen in my life right and mm-hmm. I imagined myself like watching it over and over again and and loving this film right but I never went back to it no I only like,
0: saw it I only so, saw it one time yeah
1: I saw it in the theater I mm-hmm. might have seen it like maybe once or twice but it, it's not been it, it so it's not been something that like is like like held my attention right and I and I ask and I I say that to wonder if this is also a film if you would go back to it so I will
0: say yeah I rarely watch films twice even though there's some amazing ones out there just because there's so many films out there and there's yeah. so many I haven't seen There are old films I still want to see that I've missed along the way and yeah. then new films that I'm you know what I mean yeah so I rarely go back again um I think this is one that I would like to see at least one more time yeah. for the reason I was just explaining that I feel like that watching it a second time, they so carefully crafted the story, the world, the various plots, the various characters. It'd be so interesting to watch it again and to pick out all the things I missed.
1: Like any favorite scenes that that, that kind of moved you or kind of...
0: Without giving it away?
1: Yeah. It's a tough It's a thing. I don't know ask. if I can
0: do it without giving away. I'll, I'll say it and you can cut it if it's too much giving away. But I will say after all of the action and it was intense and there's a lot of like brain because like brain power going in at the beginning because you're trying to like figure out the worlds and there's a lot of emotional stuff going on. Then you get to the rock scene.
1: Oh my God. The I kind of loved scene. the
0: rock scene because the sound changed and it was peaceful <sighs> and it was quiet and it was funny. I mean, there was something about that scene, and it went on longer than you would think it would go on. And it gave you a moment to just be like, oh, let's just take a break. I'm just going to sit on this cliff with these beautiful sounds, like wind blowing.
1: I want to say, for the same reasons, I also feel like that was my favorite stuff.
0: Yeah, right. Because because I feel like...
1: (laughs) It, it, it was dialogue that was incredibly silly. It's dialogue between two and rocks. Very
0: well written, right? I mean, subtitles obviously. Cause yeah. you can't hear rocks speak. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but the what was being said was so profound in like in the most basic way, you know? Yes.
0: And it, by the way, I was thinking there, like a lot. That was when I felt like a lot of the like point of the movie yes, started to come across, and it, it built more towards the end. But at that moment, it was like, oh. This is the theme of the movie. This is the takeaway. Yeah. This is the beginning of how we're going to understand, like, what the point of the whole movie is. I really loved I really loved the rock scene.
1: I really hope, you know, everyone gets to experience this movie because the rock... I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that are like, funny, a lot of great action, a lot of great uh, moments. But the rocks really are the perfect... Little moment in a film, one of the, one of my favorite scenes, I would say, of like right. uh, because it, it it's like it it works so well, like you, like you mentioned, it's a perfect contrast to hyper action. That's like the only way I can describe like what took place before right. and and after. But then the rocks almost like have this like serene Zen moment <laughs> for like. 10 minutes? 20- 50 minutes?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not that long, but it but it felt like that because yeah. it slowed it
1: down. Yeah. Do you think this film might get made like by by other filmmakers again? Like meaning like someone sees this film and says, look how much fun you can have here, right? Why don't we try to do this? Because like the, the way like it's like the film is essentially like there's like a real world and an internal world, and they express the internal world all through sci-fi, you know, plot lines. But they don't like just stop there. They go. They take it and and like go. It overwhelms the film. It over like it's almost like it's like eighty percent sci-fi, internal world, and twenty percent real world. right? Right? Do you feel like that will kind of like this might trigger like more films like this? So I do think
0: it'll trigger. Okay, I don't think anyone will be able to make a film like this. Right. I mean, it's so well done. Whether you like it or not. I don't think anyone can deny how well thought out and how intricate and tied together and all of that it is. Um, I think it might open the door for people to take some chances on a few things that are a little more risky. Yeah. I mean, in a way, I hope that nobody tries to do what they did because I kind of think it'll not work very well and it'll feel like they're trying to do what they did and probably not do it as well. Yeah. But I do hope it makes studios, financiers, you know, dis- distributors want to take some chances on some people who are not going down the traditional movie path. You know, people who want to take a chance and do something really different that we haven't seen before that's a little bit more risky. Yeah. I hope it makes them take that chance.
1: I also love the fact that like this filming like took place in in mostly two main locations. One location is a laundromat, right? right? Which is, to me, I loved that location because I've always been curious about like these families that own laundromats and their life, like a, you know, like beyond that, right? Right. And then the and then the, the second big uh, location is the tax, the IRS office, right? And they, it's almost like, like it, these are the two like unlike the most unlikely locations like most people would choose a cool cafe or a cool restaurant or cool whatever they went in a whole different direction
0: yeah I was just looking up the budget because I was curious and it's it's not as crazy as I thought just quickly googled and it says 25 million dollars was the budget so as you were talking about it just then I kept thinking you were so right it really was just a few locations and even the worlds that they that they flip back to kind of flip back to one part of that world. They weren't, you know, all over the place. It was just quick glimpses of the world in sort of one scene, really, that they probably could have shot. All at You know, the way you shoot out of order, you capture a lot, and so I kind of see how that could be.
1: Yeah, it's much less than what we imagined.
0: The budget is much less than what I imagined it. No, and I highly recommend seeing it in a theater and not waiting for it to go at home because you would not have... It would not have the same... Impact watching it on your home. Would
1: you? I would have paused this and been like, okay, I need to take a break.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's probably, yes. Well, and the other thing about home is just too easy to get distracted at home. Like, I need to pause and go get a snack. But then now that the theaters are open and I'm coming back to the theater again, it's just a different experience. It's so worth it. It makes me remember why theater is so magical. It's just not the same. The picture's big, the room is perfectly dark. You're watching it with a group of people that you don't know but you, you feed off of each other, the energy off of each other, whether it's funny or whether it's sad or whether it's serious. It's sort of the whole package, the environment and the atmosphere is the whole package. And it's just something you don't get watching movies at yeah. home. I mean, we still always will, and it's always nice to have a movie night at home, but very different experiences. Erin, The magic of movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you.